from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Live from America. I am your host of this wonderful show, pretty much the best community on Facebook out there today. Uh, live from America, uh, Jeremy Harrell here, the Hip Hop Patriot. Um, I'm so honored, so humbled to always come live to you for you folks. Um, <laughs> let me start out with like we always do with some shout outs. We got Carrie North from Magnolia, Texas. We got Kobe Harris. How you doing? Shane Ruiz. How you doing? Thank you very much. Suzanne Walters from Kentucky. Aaron Espinoza from California. Uh, Iokana Renewed Renaud. Jan- Janet Burdine. Uh, Lauren Pratt, how you doing? Robbie Jones from Kentucky. Beck Ann from Ohio. Uh, John Ellie from New Jersey. Garrett Steely, how you doing? Thank you very much. Bill Matthews from South Carolina, thank you for joining in tonight. Um, Shelton Eldridge, thank you. Colt Quinn, hello, hello, thank you for joining in tonight. We have Michael Paul from Pennsylvania is on the uh, live feed tonight. Jacob Wells and Clint Payne from Michigan. Jennifer Brown says, feeling so peaceful about what God will do in the next two days. Hey, that's it. Everybody always asks me, why are you so, why are you so happy during all of this? Because what other choice do we have? What other choice do we have? We should be happy that we're alive. I mean, that's the, that I just, I, I used to be stressed out all the time. I used to be like that, but I'm not anymore. I'm just not. Um, and I just really appreciate all of you guys and all of you, all, everything that you've done for this page, for the growth of this page. Real, true patriots that aren't afraid to share. That's what really, that's what I really, uh, I know that they go after people like my page. They go after the, 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 the viewers and the supporters of the page so that they won't share it anymore. That's what they really want. They want so that people won't share it anymore. Um, and you guys are, are troopers. You guys are true troopers when it comes to sharing and doing watch parties. And that's why we have 28,000 people watching. Joe Biden can't get 28. Joe Biden can't get 280 people. I know, excuse me, what did he have, like 1,300 the other day? So that's what I just really, 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 really want to say thank you for all that you guys have done. And um, a lot of people are saying they're at peace. I know there's a lot of people that are saying they're not at peace and that they're upset and that they're scared. But there's a lot of people that are at peace. And if, you, if, if I can give you any advice for those that are not at peace right now, my advice would be to, uh, to, to, to reach out to some of these folks on here. They will listen. They will become your friends. They will give you an ear and a shoulder to cry on if you have to. They'll give you an ear to listen. And that's the greatest thing about this community. It really is. Okay? Um, it is very hard to be patient. It is. You are right. It's very hard to be patient. Um, so, let's, uh, first of all, let's, it's, it's, it's Martin Luther King. Wherever it's, it's, today's the day we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. So we do want to acknowledge that. Great human being. Great man in our history. Broke down barriers um, that were really set there by the Democrats to begin with. The Democrats and the left are the reason why we even had the large slavery, you know, enterprise that we had in this country. And, you know, to people like uh, Martin Luther King, you know, we all have our faults. There's a lot of people who said, oh, he did some horrible things. But he's in history as, as a great human being and as a great um, American. So we're going to honor that today. And so just thank you guys very much. Um, and and, and before, we, before we get into anything else, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read to you from Jesus is Calling. 
And I, like I said, my kids go to Christian school, and every day I ask them, hey, give me a good verse for my show tonight. And I kind of tell them, you know, what's going on in the world. So I, give me a verse that's about this, because my kids are far well-versed in the Bible that, than I am. And I have them teach me. That's I pay for them to go to Christian school, and they can teach me uh, things that they learn. And I just love it. It's great. So we're going to read uh, January 18th from Jesus is Calling. And it says, I am leading you along a high, uh, the high road, but there are, um, there are descents as well as ascents. In the a distance, you see snow-covered peaks glistened in brilliant sunlight. Your longing to reach those peaks is good, but you must not take shortcuts. Your assignment is to follow me, allowing me to direct your path. Let the heights beckon you onward, but stay close to me. Learn to trust me when things go wrong. Disruptions to your routine highlight your dependence on me. Trusting acceptance of trials brings blessings that far outweigh them all. Walk hand in hand with me through this day. I have, lo I have lovingly planned every inch of the way. Trust does not falter when my path becomes rocky and steep. Breathe deep, draughts of my presence, and hold tightly to my hand. Together, we can make it. Now, before I go on and read the verse that my uh, daughter had me uh, give to you today, um, I do want to say that yesterday in church, Pastor said something that stuck with me. He said, you cannot have joy without having tragedy. The only reason that we have so much joy is because there's tragedy that is connected to that joy. Something bad happened. Something was overcome. Something terrible is in the past in order for you to get to the joy that you experience. And I just wanted to pass that along because it was amazing when Pastor said that to me. Now my daughter gave me um, John 15, 13 that says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. I no longer call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master does. But I have called you friends for everything that I have heard from my father have I made known to you. And you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of President Trump's inaugural speech in 2017. And what did he say? He said it's time. This is not a transfer of power from one administration to another. This is the time for a transfer of power from Washington, D.C. and the crooked government to you the people. And I'm giving that to you. That's what this administration is about. And when my daughter told me that, and I read that verse right there, that's immediately, that is immediately what I went back to was President Trump's inaugural speech. So um, thank you for, for uh, you know, uh, giving your faith and your love and your attention to the Lord before we start this. I want to say that RSS, my new home for my podcast, just reached out to me uh, yesterday and told me that um, on their platform, we are live from America is in the top 10 most popular listened to podcasts. And that's with the move from Anchor and with Anchor shutting us down and with my online store, Teespring, the third party company shutting us down and censoring us. All right. Now, I want to before I start the news, I want to say this. This is what you're seeing right now is CIA versus military. You're seeing independent media versus mainstream media. That is what you're seeing right now unfold right in front of your eyes. You're seeing 
the military, which is made up of wonderful men and women that have taken an oath to protect this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Okay? And the CIA was directly involved with covering up intelligence that the NSA, the, the intelligence community, and people of the military were trying to get President Trump and trying to get to the world. And we now know because the DNI report that came out that the CIA was complicit in covering up that information that President Trump and the world needed to know and that they pushed the fake, phony, false Russia narrative. That is in the DNI report. That's not coming from me. That's coming from uh, John Ratcliffe himself. Okay, now the rest of the show is going to get pretty intense. So if you haven't shared the video yet, just reach down, press that little share button, and we'll get it over with because people need to hear about the rest of the show because it's going to get intense, ladies and gentlemen. Again, what we're witnessing right now is CIA versus military and independent media versus uh, mainstream media. And that is why you see everybody trying to shut us all down. But as you know very well, ladies and gentlemen, we have the armor of God on this page. There's no other explanation, ladies and gentlemen. There is no other explanation why we're still here and why we're growing at the, at the massive rate that we're growing. So just know that CIA versus military, independent media versus real media. That's what we're up against right now. Now, moving on. Panic in D.C., ladies and gentlemen. Straight panic in D.C. What do I mean by that? Well, we have Biden's team afraid of the National Guard. We have Biden's team afraid that Trump loyalists are going to take out him on his inauguration day. We have the Biden team so spooked and so scared that they're literally having people run, um, you know, op-eds and, and get on, on CNN and everywhere saying that 95% of the military are white male. And white male are the, are, are the ones that predominantly voted for Donald Trump. We need to vet every one of these National Guard members that's in Washington, D.C. We need to make sure which ones voted for Trump and which ones didn't. And, we, and they, he's, already, he's already demoted Secret Service detail that he has. Okay, that he has. He's already demoted some of them that he thinks are Trump loyalists. Because he doesn't understand that people, um, they don't pledge their loyalty to a person. They pledge their loyalty, ladies and gentlemen to the Constitution. They pledge their loyalty to the Republic, something that we haven't been in a long time, a constitutional republic. Okay? Now, we see. I see some people out here going, you all initially said Biden wasn't going to be president. Now look, is he president? Is he president yet? Is he? And if he does become president, is he legitimately the president? The people aren't going to back him. The people are what give him power. He is going to be looking behind his back every single day of his life for the rest of his life because he knows he's illegitimate. Now, every one of us that said that there's no way Biden wouldn't be president, there's no way he should have been president. The Supreme Court should have stepped in. The circuit clerk, clerk uh, courts should have stepped in. Many, many, many attorney generals should have stepped in. The, so many, the DOJ should have stepped in. So many people should have stepped in based on the Constitution, based on law, based on tradition, based on a constitutional republic. Who knew? That, every, that the swamp was as deep as it was. Okay? Who knew? So now we have Biden, panic in D.C. They are so spooked and they are so scared that a fire in a homeless camp outside of the Capitol, outside of, of all of the, the lockdown and everything, a fire was, was, was happening outside of the, um, 
the Capitol, in a homeless camp today, and they evacuated the rehearsal, which Joe Biden wasn't there. There is not a single report, ladies and gentlemen, not a single report that Joe Biden was at his rehearsal inauguration rehearsal today. But the people that were there, like part of his cabinet, I mean, part of his, his, his transition team and reporters and stuff like that, they were evacuated. And not only were they evacuated, um, over the loudspeaker, it was saying, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Evacuate. They are so spooked because they know they have no legitimate right to be there. That is why they are so scared of the National Guard. That is, that is why they're so scared of the troops. That's why they're scared of the Secret Service. And that's why they're scared of a little bit of smoke that's coming up from a homeless camp. Not even inside the Capitol building. Not even inside the fenced-in walls. They are completely spooked because they know they didn't win the election. They, are, they, they don't know what's going to happen next. They don't know what's going on. They don't know why. And here's another thing. They're afraid of all these troops right now in D.C., right? Biden's team is so afraid that these troops are going to assassinate him that he wants them vetted, every one of them vetted. He wants to know who they voted for, which you can't do, by the way. But that's what he wants to know. But let me ask you, let me ask you one thing right now. Who put the troops there? Biden sure as, sure as heck can't order troops to be in D.C. Biden can't order troops to be in each one of these states. Now, I know, I know what's going on. I, 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 I mean, I know what it looks like, okay? We've never seen anything like this. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody can predict what's going to happen tomorrow at this point. Now, when people like me and other independent media people were coming on saying things two months ago, that is because we have... We do our research. We have people that we can talk to. We do have people that are close to the campaign. People at the Epic Times. People in the War Room. People in these other larger media uh, organizations that are still independent media that do talk to these people close to the campaign. But now nobody can. Now nobody knows what's going on. You don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. The only thing we can do is look to God, pray, and find facts. That's it. That is all we can do. So let me ask you a question. Who sent in the troops? The D.C. mayor is, was actually saying that too many troops were coming in. That she doesn't like the optics of all these troops coming in. Okay? So, who is in charge of all these troops being there and doing this? I'm going to tell you who's in charge of these troops. Where the chain of command goes. And I'm going to tell you this based on exactly what the top brass of, 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 uh, in the military said. That their chain of command goes directly to the President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why these troops are anywhere is literally at the allowance, you, sh you could say, of the President of the United States. That is who controls the military still right now. That is who controls the military. So you mean to tell me that Biden is so afraid of all these... If Biden was so afraid of all of these military uh, men and women and these National Guards men and women being there, wouldn't he just tell the mayor, hey, boot him, boot him. Get them out of there. I don't want them. I want to put my own people in there. Wouldn't he just say that? Wouldn't he just say that? So you got to understand something here. President Trump is the one in charge of the military. President Trump is the one in charge of these troops. Okay? Now, a lot of people are going, please stop the madness. Please stop the madness. Melania Trump just gave a, a farewell speech. Okay, that's great. I'm not saying one way or another. What I'm saying is the facts. 
the facts. The facts are that Biden's team is spooked about all these National Guards men and women. Biden's team is so scared that a fire went <laughs> went went off and he they evacuated their uh, evacuated everything. Okay, now let me break down some of the stuff for you, and, and and you tell me what it looks like to you. You can tell me what it looks like to you. Here we go. Um, Major General William Walker. Not only do I have the video of him saying it, but it was reported by the Epic Times today. Okay, are you ready? Major Will General Williams Walker. William Walker said, "Quote: Twenty-five thousand National Guard have come from all fifty states." to help support the Secret Service and the police departments with a peaceful transition to military power. Want me to read that again? Yes, you are right, Tony. POTUS did tell all of his members of his family to get out of D.C. for safety concerns yesterday. He ordered them all out last night, as a matter of fact. Let me read this again. Major General William Walker, who is pretty much in charge of the National Guard at this point right now. I mean, President Trump is ultimately in charge. But he said today, uh, today, um, almost 25,000 National Guards men and women have come from all 50 states to help support the Secret Service and police departments with a peaceful transition to military power. I didn't say that. Major General William Walker said that. So how are we supposed to stop fighting for the people that are on here going, it's over, it's so over, and you may be right. You may be right. But I'm going to get into some more stuff that, that, that actually backs up the claim that I can continue to fight for President Trump and that I can continue to fight for MAGA and for the movement and for getting us back to a constitutional republic that we haven't been in in a long time. I can say this stuff because I have facts to back it up and I'm going to continue to get into them. So, um, with Major General William Walker saying a major transition to military power, he said it today, not me, not me, okay? Uh, let's move on even further. President Trump signed an executive order today to protect judges, law enforcement, and their families to give them extra security detail. Why? Why just today? Now again, I could we could all be wrong, all of us hoping that President Trump is going to cleanse this country with God's help of evil. We can all be wrong. But I'm telling you, we're in unprecedented times, we're in muddy waters, we're in a place that nobody's ever been, and we're trying to decipher what is going to happen. We're trying to decipher it. But what I'm saying, the stuff that I that I have that I've researched every day, all day, this stuff. I, I'm, I'm warranted in the things that I'm saying. Now, if, if all this is, is nonsense, and none of this means anything, and Biden does become the president of the United States, are the people that are, that are, that are uh, they're saying, I give up, are they going to continue to give up? Are they gonna, is that what President Trump would want you to do? If that's the case? No, you'd keep fighting, wouldn't you? Of course you would, because you're an American, you're a patriot. I'm not mad at you for saying it. I get it, this has been a... <laughs> This has been a roller coaster, ladies and gentlemen. This has been hard. Okay? So, moving on. Um, he signed an executive order today to protect judges, law enforcement, and their families, and to give them extra security. All right? Here's something else. Michael Ellis, he had he took the job. He, he his, his, his final job offer was given to him yesterday, and Michael Ellis 
Trump loyalist is actually by the by the demand of Chris Miller, who is the who who is the acting, who's the acting man in charge right now. Okay, Chris Miller says, uh, nope. Um, Michael Ellis is getting the job, and he was and he and he gave he gave um I can't remember the the gentleman's name who was supposed to hire Michael Ellis as lead counsel um for the Department of Defense. I can't remember the guy's name, but but Chris Miller gave him until Saturday at 6 p.m. By Saturday at 6 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, by Saturday at 6 p.m., no, he does not have to be approved by Congress. Nope. By Saturday at 6 p.m., I was just answering a question of somebody. Uh, he, they were supposed to answer, and they didn't. So Chris Miller said, nope, I'm, I'm stepping in. I am, I am ordering that Michael Ellis um, get on the job. And as of tomorrow, he is acting lead counsel for the Department of Defense, NSA, National Intelligence Agency, all of it. Now, Nancy Pelosi, the re one of the reasons why she tried to get President Trump impeached just the uh, last week and to get him out of there as quick as she possibly could, this is one of the reasons. Nancy Pelosi's having a fit right now over this Michael Ellis uh, hiring and him starting his job. She is literally having a fit right now. She wants him gone so bad, and she wants everything. She is literally pleading to the Pentagon to not seat him, to not give him this job. Why? Because she said it is he's a Trump loyalist, and what he, and 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 he could do basically destructive things. Why is she so worried? If Biden's going to come right in and just clean house anyway, and start putting in executive orders anyway, why is she so worried? And somebody's saying President Trump is not in charge of the National Guard. Well, well, ultimately, yeah, ultimately he is. Ultimately, because President Trump is the commander-in-chief of the, of, of the armed forces. Ultimately. And especially in a place like Washington, D.C., where it's not a state. President Trump is in charge. Yes. Ultimately, he is. Everybody answers to the President of the United States based on the generals themselves and what they said. Their chain of command goes to the President of the United States, not to Nancy Pelosi, not to Chuck Schumer. President Trump is the commander-in-chief. And if he's in charge of anything, it's the military. Believe that. Okay? Believe that. Now, at a lower level, yes, of course, mayors and governors and all that can call them in and do whatever they need to. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the flag. Well, at least it's not on the ground. It's right behind me. Um, he's in charge, period. In the end, he's in charge. So I just wanted to answer that question real quick. So anyway, Nancy Pelosi wants him out. Uh, Chris Miller ordered it, and we'll see what happens there. All right, let's move on. We already know President Trump has ordered his family to leave right away. Leave D.C. This was last night. All right? And, so, and, and Steve is right. Steve said their panic tells everything. Exactly. They are so spooked that Biden's going to be assassinated. They're so spooked that, that somebody's going to do something wrong. They're so spooked of, why would they be so upset about Michael Ellis? Why would they be so upset? Why is Nancy Pelosi doing everything she can to make it so Michael Ellis doesn't take that job tomorrow? He's taking a job tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. He's taking a job tomorrow. And yes, you're right, Sheila. President Trump is in charge of the, the National Guard in states of emergency. Yes, you are 100% correct. Thank you very much. Um, so, Patrick Byrne, 
who's the Overstock CEO, former Overstock CEO, he said this, okay? He said that President Trump called in Pastor Paula. Now, other independent media um, sources were also uh, saying this as well. Mike, Mike Adams and others. Pastor, uh, President Trump called in Pastor Paula. And Pastor Paula is somebody that President Trump has been, you know, seeking counsel with for a long time, for many years, okay? Now, they're saying that new information came in from the NSA that changes everything. They're saying, ladies and gentlemen, that um, they're asking all of us to pray. They're asking all Trump supporters to pray very hard for President Trump. And I said this earlier in my live video that I did right before my, my podcast, um, that President Trump is in a rock, between a rock and a hard place. And from what, from what Patrick Byrne, from what Mike Adams and, and others are saying, is that he called Pastor Paula in uh, for spiritual guidance. And that the reason that he needed spiritual guidance was because he's, put, he's being put in a position to where there's going to be bloodshed either way. And what President Trump is struggling with is which avenue to go down to minimize bloodshed of American citizens. This shows you right here, ladies and gentlemen, if this is true, if this is true, this shows you what kind of a president this guy really was and is. It shows you exactly what kind of a president this gentleman was and is still right now. Because he cares for human life. He cares for liberals. He cares for conservatives. He cares for black. He cares for white. He cares for short. He cares for tall. He cares. And if what they're saying is true, him calling in Pastor Paula for spiritual guidance because he's afraid of bloodshed one way or another and he's trying to go the path of least resistance, that should tell you everything that you need to know from it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're just if you're new to the page, I'm not Q. I'm not Q. Do I think that some of the stuff that Q said was true? 100%. 100%. Do I think that some of the stuff that they say is a little far-fetched? 100%. Yeah. But one thing that I do agree on, something that Q has always said, is it was always going to come down to military force to return this country back to its proper state as a constitutional republic. So, uh, when I say this stuff to you, when I say the stuff that I say to you, I research this stuff. I don't research it on 8chan or 4chan or any of that kind of stuff. I never even been on that. I don't even know what it is. All of my stuff comes from reliable sources. And if it's true that Pastor Paula met with President Trump because new information came in that's going to change everything from the NSA over the weekend, and President Trump is calling her in for spiritual guidance because he wants to minimize the bloodshed that's going to happen either way, that to me tells me that that man truly was selected by God. He was put in this position by God Almighty himself. And it's and it's just amazing to me. It's been it's it's this 4 years with President Trump regardless of what happens in a few days, ladies and gentlemen, this 4 years has been the most incredible 4 years to be an American in my life. He's given us hope. He's given us a direction. He's given us energy. He's given us leadership. He's given us our country back just to be stolen by the deep state that had it for so long.
President Trump can't continue to fight by himself. Even with the military involved and even with the military that has his back, many generals have said it. Many generals have said, we don't answer to you, Pelosi. We don't answer to you, Schumer. We don't answer to you, Schiff. We answer to President Trump. Period. These people in the men, these men and women in the military, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, they don't take their oath to President Trump and they don't take their oath to Biden. They take their oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States and the people of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if you think for a minute that this man, President Donald J. Trump, is going to leave unfinished business on the table and just peace out? I don't believe that for a second. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to say I'm wrong. I'll be the first one to say it. If you think that this man is going to, like I said last week, is just going to be able to go off and enjoy his, his billionaire life and golf, you think they're going to let him do that if they, in fact, complete this fraud? If they complete this fraud, ladies and gentlemen, what's to stop them from assassinating Donald Trump and his family themselves? Do you think he's going to allow that to happen? Brian says, why did Melania give a farewell speech then? Don't know. I don't know. Who knows? You don't know. I don't know. What we do know is what we see every single day. And that is, why is so much stuff happening with the military right now? Why is Why are Democrats still panicking trying to get out uh, people in power? Why are they trying to make Michael Ellis not take this job on Tuesday? Why is Michael Ellis taking the job on the 19th, a day before the 20th? There's too many unanswered questions. Again, all we can do is report every day, tell you what's going on, and pray to God. Whatever happens is going to happen. I stay smiling and I stay happy that I'm in God's love, God's embrace, and I have the full armor of God around me. So, I want to finish the show tonight with giving you the actual words, because you might not know them, to my second verse in Rebirth of America, because it holds so much water to what's going on right now. Now, I wanted to just speak the words to you. I'll probably end up singing the words or rapping the words. That's why they call me the hip-hop patriot. But I want you to understand these words in case you can't hear them during the, when I actually do the, when you listen to the song. Okay? It says this. This country's, this country's now something I don't recognize. Never have I ever seen this demise. Never would I imagined all the lies the leaders that lead us continue to try to take the freedoms they're not able to give. I got them from God, so I got to go live. I got to move mountains. I got to go big. You got to be about it to MAGA like this. Red, white, and blue is all I ever knew. Ain't nothing new now. I'm part of part two. We're taking over. Steamroll over you. Control this with socialist nonsense. We're through. Take it from me. You better be all ears. You better be listening to all them cheers. M-A-G-A and we don't have no fear. Your party is over. We'll take it from here. No way that we'll ever give it up now because we know what you did when you had all that power. You stole from our kids and then built a new tower. Controlled us like Lord of the Rings, Wizard Sauron. This is me giving you one warning shot because the second will come with a good morning shock. I'll be at your door, kick it in like the cops. I told you progressives were not going to stop. Now this is me pleading to you for some help. 
United we stand, so let's figure this out. Divided we fall and we'll end up in hell. If we don't load up now, start defending ourselves. Time to man up and start doing what's right. Time to stand up with them soldiers that fight. Time to make plans to attack them on sight or we'll do it like Washington did it at night. Those words are very important to me. So whether you like rap music or whether you don't, I wanted you to hear those that that music. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if something happens to me here, you can always go to jeremyharrell.com. H-E-R-R-E-L-L. I'm I'm just in awe and and and, and completely humbled by all the the donors that that found their way back uh, to the page and left anchor and I appreciate it so much. I love you all more than you'll know. I read your comments. I try to answer them as much as I possibly can. There's so many platforms that you guys are reaching out to me on. There's no way I can get all back to you. Um, but I thank you so much. God bless you. God bless President Trump. Stay vigilant, but stay close to your family the next couple days. Who knows what's going to happen, okay? I'll see you tomorrow for both the podcast at noon and live at 5, live from America, okay? I really do appreciate your guys' support. Remember, always remember, to stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night with your family. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.